right, Shades of High School and the girls smoking in the bathroom with Final Net Hairspray with that music you're playing, Rob. Wow, back to the 80s we go. Um, heads up if you received a, a ticket for a traffic offense in the city of Toronto, which uh, you pled not guilty to. There's a clerical error, and it's convicting clients and putting drivers at even more risk. Here to talk about it, Philip Alex Yu, president of a paralegal firm, Legal Action Paralegal Services. Alex, welcome to, or Philip, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks so much for being here. So give us an overview of what, what uh, you're hearing from your clients. What exactly is going on? Okay. So last year during the pandemic, the province allowed people to file their tickets by email. Previous to that, you had to show up to court and personally hand deliver your ticket and select the option that you want to trial. But obviously due to the lockdowns and everything, they asked no one to go attend the courthouse in person and they eventually moved everything to online filing. So clients retained my office. I filed the tickets for them online. The court did reply saying your matter is confirmed. We've accepted the application for trial and we'll be issuing a court date soon. Several months waited, delayed. There's a big delay because of everything that's going on. And February 26 was the date that everything had to be filed for any ticket that you received on uh, by February the in the, in 2020. Anything that you received in 2020 had to be filed by February 26. Okay. After that, they had the power to convict you for not applying for a court date if you received one last year. So while all the other jurisdictions set court dates, Toronto somehow was convicting people that had actually applied for dates. And they would receive, some of them would receive conviction notices uh, with the fine. Others would actually receive suspensions because they had either too many demerit points accumulated from one offense. Uh, For example, if you had a G2 license or it could have been a cell phone offense that carries a mandatory three-day suspension. All of a sudden you're suspended, you have a conviction on your record. I'd immediately contact the City of Toronto administration you know, hey, what's up? Here's the proof. We filed the ticket. Here's your email confirmation. Why are you convicting my client? Mm-hmm. Their response, uh, we're backlogged. Uh, there's a problem with admin. One person is in charge of accepting these emails, and there's another person in charge of enforcing the uh, conviction. So, Okay, wait. So are we telling – is this a case of someone's um, – doing their job more effectively than the other person in City Hall? It seems the case that one person is being really quick at making sure that people who didn't apply are convicted, while the other right. person hasn't caught up yet and updated the system to say, they act, hey, this person actually applied. And so, how many people is this happening to? Uh, I mean, I, it's, it's a lot. I mean, I, I would say uh, it's hard for me to give an exact number, but we, and we're not really at liberty to do that, but I can say it's in the hundreds. I would expect it to be at least in the hundreds. These uh, are people being convicted, even though they pled guilty, and this is due to a clerical error. Somebody um, in charge of doing their job is doing it slower than the, the person that is uh, seeing that nothing has, and not guilty has not been logged in this. They're looking at the ticket and saying, okay, well, let's, uh, let's convict. Is that what's going on? Absolutely, Kelly. That's exactly wow. it. And, uh, and so, you know, fine. Here we go. We've, they said, no problem. We're going to fix it right away. Send us the confirmation. So we've sent them. It's been weeks for some of my clients. Multiple weeks that, hey, we've sent you the proof. You've acknowledged that you're going to fix it. Why is my client's license still showing or his record still showing this conviction? He can't get insurance. 
He's having one of my clients lost his job. He can't get to work. He works in a place that's not accessible by public transit. The cost of pub, of uh, retaining a taxi or an Uber is excessive for his job. He had to stop working. And I'm like, three weeks, he's been off work. You know, they, they, they're not going to hold him off forever. Uh, right. And like, can I ask you, is this is the problem that they can't just go because people would uh, listening would think and I thought this originally uh, would be thinking, well, can't you just go in and change uh, change something within the data entry and just reenter it? Um, but but it's because it's gone to the province now. Right. It's it's on the system and there is a process. It's called a reopening application and it does need to be reviewed, usually by a justice of the peace. Uh, they have to look at it and say, okay, I understand the error. And I, I understand it can be done administratively. So we don't always have to have our clients come in and swear they've been a victim of this. We do notify them, and they're supposed to be able to notify the justice of the peace who signs off and says, here you go. But I don't know. There's a limited – there's not as many people in the offices as a result of what's sure. going on. And that's what's happening. And we understand that. So where's the fix? Like, where's the quick fix? And what should people be uh, aware of? Because there could be people driving around at risk of more charges because they don't know they have demerit points taken off their license. They don't know they're driving while suspended. Well, the key is to make sure your address is correctly updated with Service Ontario so that if you're going to be notified of a suspension, it will come to you in the mail. That does get sent to you. So you do receive a letter. Uh, the problem is some of these people filed tickets back in June last year, and they've moved. And they may have not updated with the court or the Service Ontario office, and they're not getting the letter because so much time has passed. Uh, that might be an issue. But, I mean, they, if they have your address, they will send you a notice of fine due date, and the ministry will send you a, a notice of suspension. You okay. Know. Can I ask you this? So are your clients now, um, I mean, you're doing way more work than you had to do in the past. Is this costing your clients even more? And if so... How are they going to recoup, uh, you know, the fight, the, the funds that they paid for to fight this? Yes. Well, that's exactly the problem. And that's exactly why we made this a big deal, Kelly, is because not I'm actually bearing the brunt of this. The clients come in, they immediately assume it's my fault. Hey, I paid you money. Why right. am I getting this notice in the mail? I'm going to murder you and write all this stuff on you about, you know, it's, it's terrible. And then I have to show them the proof and say, look, it's not my fault. And this is something I'm doing day in and day out. It's, it's quite a hassle. I've brought in additional staff to sit on the computer now and check every single matter that we filed again and again to see if it's been updated so we can tell them before they find out. Uh, it is quite a lot of resources, and it, it is hurting. And, and this is the reason we wanted to get it out there, so that, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully the city w- says, you know what, we got to assign some extra staff. we got to get this thing done right away. And, you know, the public's aware of it, so they can say, hey, look, Phil at Legal Action is doing a great job. He is trying to fight to make sure this is all going to go right. And it's and, and we can appreciate that it's 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 somebody else's responsibility and it needs to be fixed. These if it's a clerical error, I'm assuming that these convictions can be overturned. They will. I, I, I expect they will. They've told us they will. It's just the backlog. It's just taking them a long time. It's moving very slowly. And for some people, it's it's really affecting them as a result. They have said that if it's for an unpaid fine, if you, for example, the fine is due, uh, they're mm-hmm. said to me that they're not going to enforce the unpaid fines. They're, they know they have a problem. And they said, if there's a fine outstanding, we're not going to enforce that and say you're going to be suspended for not paying the fine. However, it's not only because of that. Once the conviction's on your record, insurance company sees it. Sure. Or if you have a, if it's too many points or something like that, you could be suspended. So there's a few people who are in that situation. Those are, are just a few, but uh, but the convictions are many. 
But it's a situation that nobody should be in if if the city was able to uh, actually process the data appropriately. Philip, I appreciate you bringing this to our attention. I appreciate you letting me speak about it, Kelly, and uh, we can keep our fingers crossed something gets done soon.